boys. Thanks for choosing me to be your mom. Are you crying? Am I crying? No, I'm not crying. You're crying. Welcome to Do You Want to Keep Playing, a podcast about first impressions. Each week, we'll try the opening 30 minutes of a game, then ask the question, do you want to keep playing? I'm Ben. And I'm Jono. And this week's sort of game is... WandaVision Spoiler Special! Hey, Mr. John. Hey. Oh, oh, started to stammer all over oh. the place because I'm so excited to talk to you about One Division. <laughs> you doing good, buddy? Hey, buddy. I'm good, thank you. And welcome, dear listener, to our first like mini episode, Spoiler Special. Very exciting. It is. Very exciting. And it's not even about a game. It's about something other than a, a thing that you can keep playing. It's, a, it's a, something you can keep watching. Exactly. Maybe a spin-off series. Yes. Uh, so, you know, we're probably going to do a few of these over, over the year. Let us know what you think of this one and you know anything you'd like us to chat about there's the the yeah. incoming Snyder Cut which I'm sure we're going to have hashtag opinions on early early reviews came out the other day yeah. and it's a real mixed bag <laughs> I feel like there's a bunch of Snyder bros who have made their way into reviewing positions at things like the Guardian yeah. and stuff whereas a lot of other people are like yeah it's still a bit rubbish <laughs> most <laughs> it's, it's very long yeah most of the reviews i've read are it is an improvement over the other one but i mean if you're expecting a different movie it's just the same film only it's now four hours long <laughs> like the plot and everything's still yeah, pretty a, much the same there's a lot more slow motion yeah, yeah. Uh, hey i'm I'm, <laughs> it I'm quite looking forward to it i think i'm probably going to space it out it's apparently divided into chapters so i'm going to space it out oh, okay. uh, like so, so you can watch it like a tv show i think that that's they're going to premiere but then they're going to chop it up into like a mini series i think even the chapters though snyder's gone f you to the hollywood bigwigs chapter one Three hours, 45 minutes. <laughs> Chapter two, five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's how he's, he, yeah. he just flies in the face of convention. He does. He does. Do you know what? This, this all got us talking in the studio this morning about longer films because a uh, fan of the show, Pete, hi Pete. Is, is very much not a fan of a long film, like a four hour kind of thing drags on him a bit. Whereas for me, I think Lord of the Rings, the extended cuts are some of the finest uh, examples of entertainment that you can find. However, the extended cuts of The Hobbit, which is a kind mm. of similar film, I guess, I'm I'm not such a fan of. And I guess it all just comes down to, are you enjoying this thing? Would you like to see more of it? Like, do yes. you have time? I think the extended cuts of Lord of the Rings are, are um, you know, brilliant because they yeah. allow the films to breathe a bit more, which there's so much content. With The Hobbit... It's like well, you, you, there wasn't much content there to begin with, guys. Yeah. Do Do you want you another know. song with the dwarf? Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> Snyder that. himself has done director's cuts, so like I, his um, Batman vs Superman's director's cut is just more yeah. of the same. But his Watchmen director's cut is excellent. So, oh, you know, okay. I've never seen that. You know, is it a lot longer? Yeah, it's it's a lot longer. But there's a lot of stuff from the comic that's in there that's really cool. Stuff that they've trimmed. That don't, but you know, it kind of allows. Again, it's that Lord of the Rings thing where it's it's there to allow the it allows everything to breathe. It brings yeah, some stuff from, yeah. from the comic that people were missing, um, and uh, he 
he's also chopped in uh, the interview with Hollis Mason and the Black Frigate animated thing, which is all part of the comic as well, the graphic novel, should I say. And so it kind of just makes it a lot more like the source material. It's very, it's very interesting and very cool way of doing something. So yeah, he's he's not. This is you know he's he's a bit of a mixed bag when it comes to Jurassic Cup, but I think he. He kind of uses it in a good way. So, you know, I, again, I'm still quite hopeful for... Is it Friday it comes out? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Thursday or Friday. On, um, I think we get it on Sky over here or perhaps yeah, Now on, TV or something yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. so I've got, I've got Now TV Cinema Pass, so I'll be watching on right, that. Right, okay. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to find some sort of subscription on my Xbox or whatever to, <laughs> to do that stuff. You know what? It's funny, actually. I think with talking very briefly about the Snyder Cut again. Mm. I think with uh, things like Watchmen, his particular style uh, fits a lot better with something like that, which is a a lot less well-known property. Whereas when you have something that's a bit more mainstream, like Superman and Batman, Mm. when you try to step too far out of the bounds and, and you know, the expectations of that, then it gets a little trickier. And I think this is, to bring it back to Marvel... Something that they started to experience with the Edgar Wright version of Ant-Man, where perhaps, and I'm surmising here, but perhaps that was a little bit too stylistic for, for the MCU, because those films are all very, very similar in terms of direction and, and palette and all sorts of stuff, right? And that's that's by choice, I'd imagine. So when you get someone who has a very much a style of their own trying to Im- Im- print a little of that onto it and you saw a little bit of that come through in iron man 3 with, with shane black's mm. sort of styles but not not quite as much then then that doesn't fit quite so well yes uh yeah <laughs> hey, hey that brings us right neatly into wandavision yes yes so let's um we will do right. a thing and we'll talk more in depth about the snyder cut but um let's not yeah. have that it's just because it's you know we're on the on the f- sort of the cusp of it being released, which so is on our minds. But yeah, let's let's so let's talk about one division. I suppose it's a bit bit easier with something like this, or or maybe it's harder because both of us presumably enjoyed it, right? I mean, yes. I know I did. Yeah. I, I very much enjoyed it. Whereas something like Snyder Cut, and I think there's going to be a lot more in and out in contrast to the whole sort of situation. Mm. What a vision! It kind of opens with a very, very different style. What was what was your sort of take on those opening three episodes before before you get to look behind the curtain, so to speak? Yes, I I was kind of mixed about it. I love. I, lo- I, mm-hmm. I, I gotta say, I I kind of grew up with those. Um, you know, in the, if you sort of grew up in the early sort of. Around nine times, like when when was that? No, no, it doesn't matter. Forties, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Channel Four used to show a lot of those sort of like um, earlier sitcom, American sitcoms, like early morning and stuff. When you know, just just before they showed Kiss TV and stuff. So I've seen a lot of like, yeah, um, I Dream of Genie and Bewitched and you know, Dick Van Dyke Show and stuff. Um, yeah, I love Lucy. I love Lucy. Sort of yeah, all that sort of stuff. They used yeah. to show um, early morning, and so I've got quite a great fondness for that stuff. And going actually forward through. All of the sitcoms they did. I mean, you know, I've I've seen yeah. examples of all of those. Um, so um, the one thing I, I will say is it they didn't write enough jokes. <laughs> they got they got like <laughs> the they nailed like the um, sets and the kind yeah. of like you know the the rhythm of how people talk and just you know the and the costumes and everything. They just they just kind of forgot to write some jokes, which would have been kind of a bit better to get through those first few episodes. I've- feel like they they did have jokes in there but they weren't sort of the types of jokes that you'd associate with those shows and stuff or maybe they were the types of jokes that you'd associate with those shows because of course humor is very very different from how it was you know 80 years ago when the when those initial episodes are sort of set and maybe those jokes absolutely killed 
in the 19 sort of 30s Maybe. 40s 50s audience or whatever it was it's 1950s isn't it it starts yes yeah with those with those sort of ones yeah I, I i sort of found i found that kind of unsettling nature of what on earth is this yeah um to be quite nicely juxtaposed with their sort of weird flat jokes yes so in the early stages because then then as it goes through the series and it opens up things like the malcolm in the middle and the modern family ones mm. and things they actually did have some kind of funny jokes in there so I think they they kind of it's it's that sort of thing. I you kind of hope Marvel knows what they're doing basically, yes. and, and I sort of just went in with it with a whole load of trust, going, "Well, I'm definitely going to enjoy this at some point, if it's not <laughs> the yeah. first episode." I think they did the the right thing where they the first two episodes were released simultaneously, so you had like an yeah. hour long premiere sort of thing, and they're just enough little sort of hints that something you know that sort of Lynchian kind of yeah you know there's yeah. something going, going on. on here um and the good one of the good things is they didn't sort of it wasn't there was no preamble of it they just dropped you in and you yeah. knew something yeah. was going on because um obviously oh i guess spoilers for infinity war but vision dies in infinity war oh my god really oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you knew that like that couldn't be vision um, or you know, or could yeah. it? You know, who knows? Or it could yeah. be, yeah, something, something's up. Yeah, but you know, something's up, and and the fact that it's a TV show format as well mm. only f- like further sort of delves into that mystery. Yes. So they, there was then there was just these couple of little kind of, especially like the sort of thing towards the end of the second episode, there was that guy in a bee suit that came out of the um out of the, the, the end. <laughs> yeah. But then out the ceiling. Yeah, but then um, wander reverse time, and you're like, oh, okay. Like it, it was starting to become increasingly clear that she was you know she she knew what was going on if that made sense and it was like the audience we as the audience had no idea but she actually had an idea so that like that was kind of interesting i think i think they they sort of set her up to be a potential villain at that point uh because um at the end of episode three yeah monica rambeau Mm. Full, like gets thrown out of the the the, the hex yeah. dome thingy, and she's like, "It's all wonder, it's, it's, it's wonder, it's all wonder." And you're like, "Dun dun dun!" Yeah, like, yeah. It, at that point, if it was any other character, you'd be like, "Well, that's the bad guy." But then, of course, it's wonder, so you're like, "Well, she's not technically a bad guy." Well, I mean, but you know, then te- I would argue she is technically the bad guy of this series. She she definitely is, yeah. yeah because that that last episode, they have the whole sort of crowd of people around her, mm. and and you realise what she's done, and I think she realises what she's done as well at that point yes and and it's it's not good she's she's not the good guy in this series as much as we're sort of rooting for her and vision and everybody Mm. and wanting it all to be good she's she's basically enslaved and terrified a whole town of people it's pretty dark it's very dark and it's very (laughs) yeah yeah. um and it's a very like bold move Mm. for marvel taking you know i assume beloved character i love you know wanda absolutely and making making her the villain of her own story it's very true to the comics i'm not sure how familiar you are with with her in in the sort of comics but i've i've not read the one this is based on with wanda and visions setting Mm. up a sort of family i i have read house of m because mm. that's free on Prime Reading right now, Ooh. everybody. Hey, it's Prime Reading. Give us some money. <laughs> this is not sponsored by anyone. <laughs> no, but give us some money, Amazon. You've got loads. Oh, yeah. Jeff. Old oh, Jabez. Old uh, oh, oh, Jeff. Jabez. Jesse Bezo. Yeah. He's got, like, so much money. I mean, I know that Elon Musk has more money than you now, but, like, come on. He's got enough to chuck us over a couple of quid. That's what I'm saying. Hey, yeah. Share the love, Jeff. If you can Jesse. finance the expanse, you can finance our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to getting back into the expanse. I've only done one series of it, and I got to the end of season one. And I sort of, for some reason, I was finding it a bit heavy going. Perhaps it's quite heavy point going. Of my yes. life, yeah, yeah. So I, I just sort of needed something a bit lighter. 
And that was a year ago. <laughs> so at some point, I will be getting back into The Expanse, but I'm looking forward to when I do. <laughs> anyway, sorry, back on this one. Yes. Let's talk about other kind of mystery box mm. shows. Yes. Because this is very much in that kind of J.J. Abrams-style Lost type thing. Mm. Why Why do you think this sort of worked better? Not to load the question, but why do you think this was better? Um, <laughs> well, not, what do you think worked better about not this Not to one, throw J.J. Abrams under the bus, but I will, because... But, uh, but, but let's do it. Uh, because you hate him, don't I you? I don't hate him. He stole uh, your prom date that time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate him, but the um, thing is... We, J.J. Abrams is like got two very good qualities. One is he's amazing at casting, um, and the other thing he's great at setting up mysteries. The thing that he can't do is answer mysteries because he has no interest in it. I don't think he. I genuinely don't think he has any interest in it. Um, he can't make decisions. I think you are underselling J.J. Abrams a little bit there. He also makes a very good pulled pork sandwich. Three <laughs> good qualities. Um, apparently, him, okay. he's a delightful <laughs> man as well. So you know, and, and he is, he's a very good dinner guest. Yeah, he's, gone, he's <laughs> just done, don't talk about Star Wars. Exactly. Well, he's done some films I love, and he's done some films I absolutely hate. Um, just don't get him for your sequel. That's what I'm saying. But I think right, they sure. have with the difference between that and this is they. <laughs> 100% you know because I think it's the sort of the advantage of a limited series you know is like when you're um when you're making Lost and it's going to run for seven series it really yeah. needs, I mean it'd be better you know they, they very much made it made us think that they did know the answers when it turns out they didn't yeah they you know if, at least with this they knew exactly where they were going to go at the end so you can set the whole thing up knowing that you're going to get answers in eight episodes and knowing what those answers are same as um the limited series they did of watchman um which was fantastic yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah but entirely the same thing where there was no series two they needed to set up there was no yep. um you know there was no like uh grander mystery they had to feed into which is actually one of the things that um that this kind of suffered with slightly at the end where they were like oh yeah this needs to actually kind of <laughs> join into Doctor Strange too, so we yeah. best kind of tag on a bit. But there are kind of rumours online that um, there was going to be a tenth episode. I think the director Matt something or other, I can't remember Shackman or something. Mm-hmm. He um, he sort of alluded to this as much, saying they had some extra stuff. Like there's a scene where um, Photon and the kids uh, go down into the basement, sort of thing. And they go to get that book, um, and the bun- Mr. Bunny's Mr. Scratchy person is actually a demon they have like a bit of a demon fight type thing but he said the cg wasn't ready in time okay because of covid yeah and they said so they sort of dropped that sort of sequence um so i wonder kind of what else they might have wanted to do um yeah I, I, maybe maybe like um benedict cumberbatch would have come in as doctor strange oh but perhaps it was um it was decided that they should keep those sort of big reveals to can we talk about the movies perhaps can we talk about the excellent trolling they all did online about about this oh it, what's, what's this what's this oh, the so, Paul one. yeah so yeah so i don't know if anyone for listeners out there i don't know if you know you're quite as online as as, as we are but like um around episode like four i think um paul bettany was interviewed about it and he went oh so there's because i think well we'll talk about the major uh, cameo that happened but he was like yeah. oh you think that's good like we there is an actor coming in towards the end and it's someone i've wanted to work with for years and it's gonna blow your mind and it was just rubbish yeah. and so i remember sitting there watching the well, last it was, episode it was him it was it was hit. He he. The joke is that he was the actor he'd always wanted to work with <laughs> right. because it's vision versus vision. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "This is this is hilarious. The fans are going to love this." Yeah. And everyone went, "You are the worst kind of person, <laughs> Paul Bettany." <laughs> everyone because everyone just assumed it was going to be Doctor Strange, and then of course, like the yeah. fans were like, "Well, hold on a minute, that's too obvious." So. That's too obvious. It's so, going to be Mephesto. It, yeah. Mephesto's in the rabbit. Man, it it went bonkers, <laughs> and then just got to the yeah. end, and I was I was it finished. I was like, ah, oh. 
Hey, oh, you know what? That's quite well. refreshing. Um, I, I, because Marvel have done this for a long time since, certainly since like Phase Three, where they started altering their trailers to with different scenes. Oh yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very good at kind of you know very good at keeping secrets uh, and misleading yeah. like Kevin Feige loves a mislead and uh, not in the sort of J.J. Abrams mystery box thing where it's like just don't say anything just don't say anything just don't say anything <laughs> it's no we'll just leak little bits and we'll I, you know there's all this stuff where like famously like I think is it Mark Ruffalo that he keeps on spoiling stuff and I'm like ah, I think there's a slight yeah. bit of like just sort of you know we get a bit of information dump we'll get it out like like where these guys are you know We'll pretend that they're, they're, they just forgot what they were saying, sort of thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think with Gruffalo, yeah, he sort of goes, um, they, they, they've obviously said to him in this interview, there's one particular one where it's him and Don Cheadle sat down. Yeah. And he says, like, um, oh, yeah, because at the end of this movie, everybody dies. And Don Cheadle's like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then just, he looks absolutely furious with him. Yeah. And of course, that was in the, uh, that was for the press gambit stuff for, um, for Infinity War. <laughs> But the thing is, now that's out there, you're like, is he just messing with us? Yeah. Has he, has he actually made a mistake there? Oh, I definitely want to watch this movie again. Clever devils. You clever devils, yeah. Marvel. Do you know what? It's, it sort of it reminds me of, what was it? Captain America Civil War, mm. when Spider-Man first turns up. Oh, yeah. Because they put that in the trailer. Because I guess there was literally no way of keeping that secret. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because um, of Sony, basically. <laughs> yeah, but, also um, they, they'd been a whole fanfare around um, casting Spider-Man. You can't, you know, you can't exactly, do all that stuff in yeah. the dark. Yeah, yeah, you can't just go like, hey, we're, we're casting for a, it's an acrobatic <laughs> costumed. <laughs> um, anyway, and I wonder how that would have played if they'd have kept it secret and, oh. and chopped out that earlier scene where you where Tony goes to meet Peter Parker in in New York and it would just been Tony Stark going on the roof or whatever and Spider-Man swings in and you didn't have a clue about it and I think that would have been one of the best moments in cinema ever <laughs> if it had been a complete surprise yeah. but of course the nature of who we are and fandom and, and all this kind of stuff means that we don't get to have lovely toys like that anymore <laughs> i mean <laughs> maybe if it was the 90s yeah we'd be all right well yeah but going back to that scene um weirdly is like um i remember watching that cinema and that airport scene is still one of the best in the mcu yeah it's great the spider-man stuff is amazing and it like he's so good at spider-man i, I he's amazing he's absolutely amazing yeah, yeah. but yeah. i just remember watching that and like it kept on sort of escalating escalating but the bit where our man turns into giant man which was completely hidden from like audiences yeah so you know you thought you were getting the the sort of secret source with spider-man but actually they've still had a trick up their sleeve and so it's you know again it's misdirect it's um it's give mm-hmm. them give them a little bit of what they want and uh, and hide this thing that's over here. And do you know what? The entire movie was a misdirect anyway, because we get to the end and you're like, oh, it's going to be Iron Man and Captain America fighting a bunch of super soldiers. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, no, they're all dead. Mm-hmm. And actually, you guys are going to fight each other. And people in the cinema are like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. They've done Civil War for real. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was it was. Yeah. Oh, Marvel, you clever devil. Yeah. <laughs> Not maybe we're the worst type of fans, John. Oh, maybe. maybe we are the the Snyderites. No, that's and the, still Snyder uh, the, the Rick and Morty types. <laughs> no, that's true. We're not going to go after people for our no. <laughs> for our viewpoints. I, I tell you what, let's let's move on to the yes. next section of this, yeah. which is any missteps that you feel they made or any kind of disappointments in in the old one division. Uh, so a, a couple of things, as, as I said, the F mentioned sort of the la- the last episode. As much as I enjoyed it, I did feel. It, there was a sort of a, uh, the the 
the sort of linking to Doctor Strange stuff felt it, it didn't, didn't quite meet your expectations no, from what you'd set up. Not yeah, yeah. Perhaps. No, I just I felt yeah. like it just made the whole series feel like an exercise in we're setting up Doctor Strange two as opposed to it being its own thing slightly, uh, which undermined mm-hmm. it slightly. I thought. Um, the other disappointment I had was so the one of the big reveals and one of the things which made yeah. me like jump off the sofa yeah. and almost die was when they brought um, Pedro back and it was Quicksilver from the X Men yeah. films, yeah, 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 which yeah. like uh, I don't know. I mean, I think the internet broke when that happens. It did, and so it, you know everyone was like, I, I think we all thought it was kind of some sort of start of some sort of multiverse because um, the new Spider-Man film is um, going to be multi. Who are they going to bring over yeah. next? And it turns out it was, just wasn't that. It was. It was a. It was a. It was a boner joke. Yeah, it was a boner <laughs> joke. Basically, they, to be fair, they really stuck the landing with that yep. because they're like, "Oh, all fans, oh, you've got this multiverse stuff theories, have you? Oh, you think this is Quicksilver? Oh no, it's just a boner joke." Yeah, <laughs> you're like, "Oh, Marvel, you got us again." But also, it's a shame because um, Evan Peters is really good as Quicksilver, and I would like, I'd love it if they brought him over. For more films and so it was just a bit of disappointment that like that would be cool i mean you know you could wreck on it that because he had these powers in the hex he now has the powers yeah. so you know i'm sure they can do that and probably will do that but um still it was just a, that slight disappointment i th- i think i think with that sorry just to yes, just to course, before we move on to the also yeah. um i think with that kind of stuff it's actually it's one of those cases of the fans not knowing what they want and and working in computer games you know we get this an awful lot where um people go oh what you should make is this and you're like well how about this instead and they go oh my god that's that's way better than what i thought yes and 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 this is where you sort of have to just go i trust in kind of the things that i enjoy like i've enjoyed 20 marvel movies now and so i'm hoping they're not going to make too many missteps and with this kind of thing i feel like we're not going to get the other X-Men coming into the MCU from the Dark Phoenix sort of side of things and, and those other movies and stuff. Um, I don't think we're going to see a Hugh Jackman Wolverine or, uh, you know, um, the Magneto, uh, Ian McKellen or, uh, or what's his face? Um, n- not Mr. James Bond, but the other one. Um, Patrick Stewart. And, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Uh, no, sorry. Who's, who's, who plays young Magneto in those films? Oh, Michael um, Fassbender. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and I feel like that's that's kind of okay because I'm not particularly attached to those films, and I bet the people in the MCU aren't really either. And and if you want to do mutants and start them with a brand new slate, then that's cool because you get to tell all of the cool mutant stories in your own way without any kind of baggage. <laughs> yeah, um, Dark um, Phoenix, tw- tenth times the charm, guys. Come on, let's do uh, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see that I, I bet you there's gonna be a dark phoenix movie in my guess okay and we can we can reference this podcast it's gonna be 2032 <laughs> it's gonna be the dark phoenix movie okay <laughs> that's what i'm going for and yeah and and i'm i'm kind of fine with that like it was nice to have that little nod to evan peters because he is the best part or one of the best parts of that that universe yeah and um and now that's sort of like a let's wrap it up and say goodbye of course you've You've got, though, Sony throwing a few flies in the ointment where they've got this Spider-Man shenanigans going on, where they're they're bringing all the old Spider-Men in for some sort of strange whatever this multiverse thing is going to be. We know that the next Doctor Strange is called Multiverse of Madness. Yes, And everyone just assumed that they're going to get all of the actors, like like the DCEU is doing at the moment and uh, from, from the other films, and just bang them in. But actually... That's what we just expect without giving it any thought whatsoever. Yes. What might be a cooler thing is if they sort of go, 
oh, we're going to go off to this multiverse and it's all the same actors, perhaps, but they're all different. Or, you know, or, or are we going to go to this multiverse and it's just unnamed actors playing Iron Man and Captain America I, and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I suspect... They can do what they want. I basically. suspect there's going to be a lot of um sort of, you know, sight gags and um, sort of cameos along that line. Like, like the bit in Deadpool yeah, 2 where yeah. they're in the X-Men mansion and he goes, why is it always empty? And then they just open the door and there's all the X-Men behind and he goes, oh, I don't know, what. don't go in there, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. What was your second disappointment, can you remember? Oh, I think... Uh, just, just uh, generally, I think it took slightly too long to, to get going. But I, okay. you know, I think if we rewatch it, I think it's because I did, there was no idea what was going on. I think on a rewatch, it's probably paced pro- pretty well because when you get to that episode four, where they fully explain, well, they don't fully explain what's going on, but they they start cracking open the, you know, cracking open the story a bit. It is great. They do, yeah, yeah. I thought episode four was fantastic. Yeah. Where it's um, it starts with the blip yeah of uh of rambo coming back in the hospital scene and it's it's not that kind of the only time we've seen that before is in uh the spider-man far mm. from, um far from home film yeah and they kind of play it for a bit of a laugh and actually this one is a really serious kind of horrible affair where people are just appearing and it's all chaotic and you're like yeah okay that that sort of makes sense yeah it's beautiful it's really well done it's also nice it's to really see, well done, um yeah see uh cat dennings come back as darcy who i, I really like yeah, in the Thor films yeah. and she's great in the whole thing and uh the agent from ant-man and wasp whose name i can't remember jimmy woo jimmy woo he who's brilliant like their little team but he was fantastic constantly yeah. entertaining and i hope that they uh pop up in more things um i'm assuming uh darcy's going to be in uh, thor love and love and thunder um so that'd be good. I assume so as well. I yeah. saw a set pick from that the other day of Natalie Portman, and uh, she looks absolutely ripped. Oh, sweet! Like in in a sort of crazy. You know how Thor is just yeah. the biggest Avenger, basically. <laughs> <laughs> even though even though Stark doesn't tell him that. <laughs> and, uh, and and yeah, she's sort of she almost looks like she's mirrored that sort of Dorito look from <laughs> the upper torso type thing. So I don't know what happens in that film, but I am super in for it. Nice, it, it sounds great. Nice. Um, so with all this stuff then, Jono, yeah. next big question, I guess, is where do you think the MCU is going to go after this? And um, and and who would you like to see? Which sort of new characters, speaking of mutants or vampires or whoever else, uh, what do you think's next for it? And what are you excited for, basically? I'm excited for, so um, as we record this, uh, Falcon and Wind Soldier is coming out in uh, two days, I think. So yeah, um, Friday. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. I think that's going to be a less cerebral affair and more of a sort of you know, uh, globe trotting action thing, which I I'm super up for. You know, like you know, like the, me too. One of the great things about the MCU and the reason why those films have worked so well is because each film feels like a different genre. So you know, you've got your your, your sort of like yes, Cold War yeah. mystery film. You've got your heist film. <laughs> you've got your sci-fi film. You've got you know, it's it's so. And I think that's yeah. the way to do it for TV. So I'm like, I'm so I'm super looking forward to that take. Um, I think overall with you know one division i think this the fact that it was ultimately this exploration of grief and how that affects mm-hmm. people and you know kind of taking that to like well she's the most powerful witch and it, it kind of fleshing out her character in a way that hadn't been done before and fleshing out magic as well yes uh, in sort of sort of uh, making that more of a thing in the mcu yeah and because previously her powers i mean they literally explain it in um age of ultron by going yeah. he's fast and she's weird because they couldn't be yeah. bothered to explain what her power set was <laughs> and so they they flesh that i mean the reveal of her costume at the end of the last series was uh, like That's i was cool. she looks so good yeah. and in fact elizabeth olsen throughout the whole thing was 
utterly incredible and captivating. Yeah. But I'm excited. And really, really sort of fifth shifted, like like a chameleon from week to week into those different roles as mm, well for, yes. the, for the sitcoms. Yeah. To the point where um, I actually read it was it was the stages of grief and I can't remember them off the top of my head. Um, but there's things like denial and stuff ah. like this. And, and then the last one is this sort of um, depression kind yeah, of stage. Acceptance. Uh, or, or something yeah. like that, acceptance. That and makes that's, sense. Um, that's the Malcolm in the Middle one. Yeah. Uh, where she's just like in her sweatpants and stuff going like, yeah, uh, I'm just going to sit and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, it, she was fantastic throughout the whole thing. Yeah, she, if, I, was she up for like an Emmy or a Golden Globe or anything this year? I don't think I mean, so, but she should, I mean, she should always unfair. win all the awards because she's fantastic consistently. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I like that that you know use these they've got their own streaming platform now use and build these and like you know budgetary wise like they threw money at this thing like it looked amazing yeah um like even yeah. when it got to the super heroics um in the end um it looked great they still it, looked as good as a film yeah, didn't it exactly so yeah. I, i'm i'm i think they should carry on doing for maybe the sort of like um b-tier characters um because you know like i don't think that wonder is is in any way a minor character but she's certainly not captain america or thor so sure. you have these which well, doesn't have her own film does she exactly the so you have so, for these yeah. sort of b-level characters having these tv shows is a great way of expanding the universe yeah. in an interesting way and just just being like well it's not a film we don't have to like make x million dollars to make it pro- all that sort of stuff we can kind of have a bit more freedom to kind of go a bit more wacky and do what we want with it which is exactly well, what i did with it, this isn't it and so i think it's, it's great a good, it's a good place to take it's a good place to take risks yes um and things because you would never see uh, a, a mainline mcu film like this no like that's just not going to happen because there's a very certain template to those i think we talked about it in last week's podcast mm. where um where the ant-man film was going down a certain route and they were like, no, let's pull it back towards where the MCU is. And so they got rid of Edgar Wright and all this kind of stuff where he would have impacted, imprinted too much of his stylings onto it. And maybe that's a problem with the Zack Snyder uh, DCEU stuff where it's just like, it is Snyder's vision and it's not the DC's vision. It's just one man sort of vision type thing behind it. Yes. So, um, so yeah, going forward, I think this is a really nice place to sort of explore those kind of things. But similarly, we're going to get stuff like... Um, you know, Fal- the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is going to be more of a kind of McDonald's as opposed to some sort of fine gourmet meal, I guess. And hey, I like both those things. Actually, I don't like McDonald's at all. <laughs> Let's choose a better analogy. GBK. Sure, sure. No, but <laughs> GBK, send us free burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like that. Thank you. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, you know, it's it, it's different, different tastes, different tastes here and there and seeing what yeah. works, seeing what doesn't and having kind of the freedom, you know, when you make five billion with your last two films alone, like, you know, you, you have the sort of capacity to do what you want a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I, it's one of those things as well. We talk about expectations and what we'd like to see and things mm. like that. And I think whatever I want to see is almost certainly not what's going to happen. No. And that's a good thing but- because I'm... I'm not the the creative brain box of the the Disney powerhouse that is the MCU. That's that's a good thing. Yeah, Johnny. Exactly. Well, you, you, we've got Black Widow on the horizon, um, which obviously was supposed to come out last year. Yeah. Um, and you know, you've got by the looks of it, you've got Florence Pugh as a main part of that. You know, there's nothing that mm-hmm. says you can't then. I mean, obviously, I've not seen the film. I don't know what happens in the film. She might die. I don't know. But like, if if Florence Pugh comes out as a massive hit out of that film, they could spin out a Florence Pugh Black Widow series on disney plus i'll have that i'll eat that right up 
Yeah, I mean, this is what kind of what they do. Yeah. They just sort of take characters and, and that you might not have even heard of before. I mean, when they announced Guardians of the Galaxy, I was just a bit like, oh, that's a misstep. Yeah. And it turns out they're pretty awesome. You know, those films are, are fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not particularly worried about any of this kind of stuff. It's no. uh, it's always going to be enjoyable. And I just cannot wait to see how they introduce all the mutant E-type things. Yes. And I just hope and pray that my son is old enough to be able to go to the cinema by the Aww. time it really hits its stride. Because that'll, sure be, that'll be a lovely thing to share do yeah. you know what it's so funny i've got to really mind what i say around him now because he's a real chatterbox and he, mm. he listens and, and understands things and we were talking about uh my funko pop collection when sure. he sat in my study the other day with me and uh and i was like these are all from the marvel cinematic universe these are all the <laughs> mcu things he's like and one day we'll, he's we'll... like Zack snyder is so much better than you <laughs> yeah yeah he's like, daddy i prefer the snyder cut <laughs> and uh and i said at some point we'll get to sit down and, and watch the films and and he sort of just sat there and it was just like, yeah, okay, that sort of thing, you know. And then later on, um, like we go for bath time and stuff. And he goes, mummy, watch film now. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> what have I done? I've made a... I have erred. <laughs> Whoopsies. He's like, stuff. watch film now, mummy. Doesn't even know what a film is, but he knows that he wants to watch it. <laughs> yeah, so that'd be lovely. Yeah, well, I guess uh, let's wrap this up, buddy, with one final question. Mm. Who... Are you most excited to see in the MCU next? Well, who is who is this? Is basically, who is your favorite Marvel character? Essentially, I suppose. And, and what kind of uh, yeah? Who who would you like to see next in the old MCU? That is a really really good question. You're welcome. <laughs> I I'm, I do have they have them once every uh, two years. Yes. Uh, so I <laughs> I would um, I'd really like to see what they do with the X Men. Yeah. From just 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 because i think that as you said alluded to before i think they're just going to have to recast everything and rebuild build it from ground up so i think one of the key bits of casting they're going to do is the next wolverine that's going to be like a huge huge part of it yeah um because you know say what you want about those x-men films but um you know you know hugh jackman as wolverine is universally beloved so absolutely yeah there has to be something very very different i'm thinking chuck schumer perhaps from the u.s senate maybe maybe Uh, certainly different yeah i'm also um did you ever read matt faction's um hawkeye run i've I, a couple of them yeah. yeah that's where he's just a regular guy yeah, yeah. Really? um yeah. I, by, the, by the way i'd love to see that as a tv show which is just yeah hawkeye because he's got no superpowers just hanging out in new york kind of fighting cr- like because he's always banged up from being an adventure it's just kind of him hanging out in yeah. his apartment kind of just <laughs> fighting like, like like helping his build like the people in his building out with like low level thugs and stuff it's really wonderful but there's the other hawkeye kate bishop who kind of can't, turns up and hangs out with him and just like is is for his mate and i'd love to see a yeah. show with the two hawkeyes just kind of uh hanging out and being you know being pals doing archery doing ar- yeah exactly perhaps. and I, I, <laughs> they, t- they turn it into an olympic games sort of show <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be brilliant um it'd be like in the dragon ball z when um the the they go and do regular (laughs) karate tournaments and it's just like (laughs) they're doing having to do all the tests and like trying to pretend to like be really bad to get in do you know i was listening to a podcast the other day and it was uh one of these dnd type ones and they did a sort of uh, a one-off special with this new game type and the the premise of the game is superheroes in regular life. <laughs> so they all go to their company barbecue and the idea is to not let on that you're a superhero. So there's things like they have to uh, t- roll strength tests on when they're squeezing out mustard on hot dogs <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> it's, 
is absolutely fantastic. That's so nerdy, but I quite admit I'm here for it. It's so nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my weekdays. <laughs> How about you? Like, I feel oh, like I've, 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 me. I feel like a bit of an interview today. Um, what about you? What do you? Who would you like to see coming? I I'm super. I mean, Daredevil is one of my favourite characters mm. in all of the Marvel stuff, and I feel like they did a really good job with him in a couple of those series on on Netflix. And I, I'd like to see a big screen version of him interacting with all the other characters, mm. whether it's um. Whether it's uh, what's this Charlie, Charlie Cox. Cox? I keep Charlie Cox. He's great. He is really great in that role, and so uh, so I, I'd be excited to see that. But also, Iceman, I think, would be a nice, refreshing Ooh. change. Ooh, good yeah. pun as well. <laughs> to see 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 what they could do with that kind of uh, style of of power. We've not really had the kind of elemental stuff in there just yet. We've got a bit of magic going on at the yeah. moment. So having people who are going to do sort of freezing ice and, and stuff like that that would be uh, that pretty awesome. And Iceman slides around in the air on a great big ice slide i mean the practicalities of that are <laughs> ridiculous i'm in i'm in so yeah I'd, I'd be quite excited to see that kind of stuff anyway buddy what a lovely way to start the day hey yes what lovely way i'm um, yes yeah <laughs> lovely way to start a wednesday morning yeah let's uh let's do more of these uh more often and and hey uh pod fans at home if you've got any other tv shows or anything outside of games or in fact games that you'd like us to take a look at and offer our um our two pence opinions then uh get in touch at uh keep playing pod we're on you know twitter and facebook and instagram and i believe there's an email address not that we use it <laughs> um i do check it so if you want to email us that's fine john o checks yeah. it john o john o, of course of course john o does oh me sir i check the email address <laughs> <laughs> yeah get in contact across all social if you've enjoyed this i've really enjoyed chatting about this stuff so um you know it, too, i'd love though. to do more of these um maybe we'll have um, you know, it's weird because it was only a few episodes, but I feel like we've only kind of scratched the surface. So we'd love to hear, actually, yeah, at Keep Playing Pods on the socials. What did you think of WandaVision? Did you like it? Did you did you hate it? Were you like, man, Zack Snyder should have directed that? Or what What did you think? <laughs> I'm going to stop dunking on Zack Snyder because I do like him. <laughs> I think it's just the fans give, that I don't like. Give us the WandaVision Snyder cut. Yeah, exactly. That'll be the next one. It's just black and white with dun, dun, dun <laughs> music replaced with everything. Um, well, hey, buddy. Yeah. Have, a, have a lovely day and have a lovely day out there to all of you people. And uh, until next time, keep watching. Ooh, keep watching. Keep watching.